Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Years ago, I was working for an employer, and over the course of my time there, one day I hurt my back. Uh, twisted it uh, pretty bad and had some pain. And I went to the employer and let them know uh, about the incident and the accident and let them know what had happened to me. And they said in order to get workers comp, I needed to go to a particular doctor. His name was Dr. Bain. I I know, not not Dr. Payne, but Dr. Bain. And he, he, it, it turned out that this guy was kind of a quack, that he had basically set up a deal with this particular employer and probably many others, I don't know, uh, basically saying that anybody that was sent to him uh, under a workers' comp type situation, that he would just say they were okay other than, you know, here, give, and he would give them some muscle relaxants and send them on their way. Uh, this lowered the workers' comp uh, claims for those employers. And this was my very first experience with quacks or with members of the medical field that could not be trusted. And many of us, I don't know, some of you that are listening, you may be in the medical field. You may know a lot about medical stuff or you may be a researcher. I don't know. But most people are not. And so what they do is they depend on the medical field and researchers and scientists to tell them what things are when it comes to research and scientific medical research. One of the reasons that politicians are not well liked by uh, a lot of people is that a lot of them will say anything to get their way. And so most politicians have this reputation of that I, I, they can't be trusted, right? And so uh, if, if you see a lot of the research, if you see a lot of the polls, most people will say that that one of the, the least trusted people are politicians. And, and again, for good reason, many of them will just simply say anything to get their way or what they want. Well, the National Institute of, of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID director, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has been one of the leading government voices throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. Early in the pandemic, Dr. Fauci frequently uh, appeared at the White House uh, Coronavirus Task Force press briefings alongside President Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence and Task Force Response Coordinator Dr. Deborah Burks. He often and uh, offered Americans insight on what they could do to protect themselves, their loved ones, and and help slow down the spread of the virus. But over the last 14 months, Dr. Fauci has repeatedly flip-flopped on you know, vital pandemic-related advice, including uh, this one. It just seems to be a, a, an outright lie. Listen to this. What about a month or so or two or three ago when people were saying, you don't really need to wear a mask? Well, the reason for that is that we were concerned, the public health community, and many people were saying this, were concerned that it was at a time 
when personal protective equipment, including the N95 masks and the surgical masks, were in very short supply. And we wanted to make sure that the people, namely the healthcare workers, who were brave enough to put themselves in harm ways to take care of people who you know were infected with the coronavirus and the danger of them getting infected, we did not want them to be without the equipment that they needed. He literally said that he lied to get his way. And he has also admitted lying about herd immunity to get his way as well. And let, let's, let's look at Dr. Fauci and his record of flip-flops and lies. Now, if, if we are to follow the science, then we need to trust those that are voicing the science. Well, Dr. Fauci, for one, was against banning travel from China. Now he credits the move to protecting Americans. In mid-January 2020, Dr. Fauci, along with other health experts, reportedly opposed President Donald Trump's desire, uh, yeah, desire to, to restrict travel from China, where the virus obviously originated. According to the New York Times, Fauci had argued that such travel limits only delay the inevitable spread. Fauci later admitted in front of Congress that the travel restrictions from China, Europe, and the UK saved American lives. That was reported, obviously, on Fox News July 2020. Now, do you agree, this is quote, do you agree with that decision? Asked Congressman Steve Scalise. Quote, I do, unquote. That's from Fauci in his response. Quote, do you think that the decision saved lives, Dr. Fauci? Scalise asked. Quote, yes, I do, unquote. This is Dr. Fauci. Now, Dr. Fauci later testified that he was actually in, involved in the Trump administrative's move to restrict air travel from Europe to the United States. And Fauci also previously downplayed the virus itself, something Donald Trump was harshly criticized for, saying in February that the, the public should not be frightened. By March, he was singing a different tune. He was warning people that they needed to do their part to stop the spread and take the virus seriously. He also downplayed the um, asymptomatic transmission on January 28th, saying that, quote, people need to realize is that in all the history of respiratory born viruses. Asymptomatic transmission has never been the driver of outbreaks. By August, Fauci did a complete 180, saying asymptomatic cases were a driving factor in the community spread of COVID-19, despite the WHO admission that more evidence was needed to make this determination. And in late August, researchers from Southern Medical University um, concluded that asymptomatic cases were least likely to infect their close contacts. Okay, so obviously a 180 done there by Dr. Fauci. And we also know that first, masks were unnecessary. Then they became a must. When the pandemic began in, in March 
of 2020, Dr. Fauci advised against the general public's use of masks, saying they might make Americans feel a little bit better, (laughs) but they didn't necessarily protect anyone from COVID. In fact, Dr. Fauci said mask wearing could have unintended consequences, as the Daily Wire reported. Quote, right now in the United States, people should not be wearing around with, uh, should, should not be walking around with masks. Fauci explained there's no reason to be walking around with a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak. Quote, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and might even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often there is unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with their masks and they keep touching their face, Dr. Fauci said. When you think mask, you should think of health care providers needing them and people who are ill. Part of the reason he advised against the widespread use of masks is because it could lead to a shortage of masks for the people who really need it, Dr. Fauci said later, referring to the medical professionals. At the beginning of April 2020, the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, advised the general public to wear face coverings while out in public. In May uh, May of 2020, Dr. Fauci said he began wearing a mask for quote, protection against the virus. I want to protect myself and protect others. And also because I want to make it a symbol for people to see that that's the kind of thing you should be doing. The NIAID had explained during an interview with CNN. Dr. Fauci admitted at the time, masks are not 100% effective, but it shows respect for another person. (laughs) Current CDC guidance on masks states that the mask is not a substitute for social distancing. Masks should still be worn in addition to staying at least six feet apart, especially when indoors around people who don't live in your household, adding that the mask may not be necessary when you're outside by yourself away from others or with people who live in your household However, some areas may have mask mandates while out in public. So please check the rules in your local area, such as in your city, your county, your state. Additionally, check whether any federal mask mandates apply to where you'll be going, he said. So, so obviously, he's, he's sending out mixed messages here. Completely different things. One mask is no longer the status quo, according to Dr. Fauci. Fast forward to January of this year, and Dr. Fauci didn't want Americans to wear just one mask. He wants them to double mask. If you have, this is his quote, if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, and it just makes common sense that it's likely would be more effective, Fauci said, according to the Daily Wire. In February of, of this year, Dr. Fauci said to America, uh, said Americans would have to continue wearing masks until the virus is not a threat at all. That's what he said we would have to do. Quote, if we can get 
And I have used this as an estimate. It's not definite. But if we can get 70 to 85% of the population vaccinated and get to what we would hope would be a degree of herd immunity, which really is an umbrella or a veil of protection against the community, where the level of virus is so low, it's not a threat at all, then at that point, you can start thinking in terms of not having to have uniform wearing of masks. And he told that to Brett Baer on on Fox News. Quote, if everything falls into the right place and we get this under control, it is conceivable that you might be able to pull back a bit on some of the public health measures as we get into the late fall of this year, he said. But there's no guarantee of that because if we don't get the overwhelming majority of the population vaccinated, then there's still going to be a considerable amount of virus in the community. And as long as that's the case, people are going to have to wear masks. This is Dr. Fauci. This is his words. These are his words and what he's saying. Again, there's nothing here about any kind of um, research or, or, or effects of people that already have had the coronavirus. It's just get vaccinated, get vaccinated. And, and if you don't get vaccinated, then we're going to hold you hostage and you're not going to go back to normal until, you know, later on this year or next year. Last month, Congressman Jim Jordan passed, uh, pressed Dr. Fauci uh, on, a de- you know, kind of a defined number. Uh, either vaccinate rates or caseloads that the nation would have to reach in order to go back to normal. And Fauci, he couldn't provide a definitive answer. He could not provide a definitive answer to that question. But according to, to Fauci, masks might not go away with COVID even. Now the NIA... ID head is saying mask wearing is something that could become quite common, especially during flu season. Quote, people have gotten used to wearing masks. Clearly, if you look at the data, a mask diminishes respiratory diseases. Fauci explained to the the NBC News, uh, Chuck Todd, we've had practically a non-existent flu season this year, merely because people were doing the kinds of public health things that were directed against COVID-19. Now, let me stop here for a second. If we were doing those things, then why was why are we having to get vaccinated? And why are we having to have all these lockdowns? And why do we have to go through all these things if we were doing such a good job that the flu was basically put out of business? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any scientific sense, especially. Quote, so it is conceivable that as we go on a year or two or more from now, that during certain seasonal periods, when you have that respiratory-borne virus like the flu, people might actually elect to wear masks to diminish the likelihood that you'll spread these respiratory-borne diseases. This is what Dr. Fauci said. Now, 
Dr. Fauci was skeptical about Operation Warp Speed. Now, and 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 then when you look at now, he's actually taking credit for the COVID vaccine development. One of President Donald Trump's ultimate goals when the COVID-19 pandemic began was to create a vaccine in record-breaking time. I mean, it, and it wasn't even close. That's how Operation Warp Speed, a public-private partnership, was developed. Although Trump appeared positive that the medical community would research, develop, manufacture, and distribute a COVID vaccine in record time, Dr. Fauci wasn't so optimistic. Fauci said in March of 2020 that, quote, it will take at least a year to a year and a half to have a vaccine that we can even use. Then, when the first doses of the vaccine began to, to roll out in December of 2020, Dr. Fauci criticized the number of doses that were made available. So he didn't think they could be done in that time. Not even, you know, that's like half the time he was even saying that that that, that uh, you could possibly do it in. And then when it did roll out, he, he, he criticized the number of doses that were made available. He said, quote, we've done, we would have liked to have seen it run smoothly and have 20 million doses into people today. By the end of the year 2020, which was the projection, obviously it didn't happen. And that's disappointing, Fauci said on the Today Show. In a CNN special, COVID War, the Pandemic Doctors Speak Out, Fauci took the majority of the credit for Operation Warp Speed's success. Quote, when I saw what happened in New York City, uh, almost overrun, uh, our healthcare systems, and that's when it became very clear that the decision we made on January 10th to go all out and develop a vaccine may have been the best decision I've ever made with regard to the intervention as the director of the Institute, and that's what he said. CNN's narration of the Operation Warp Speed also failed to provide President Trump and Operation Warp Speed with credit for the vaccine's record-breaking development. President Trump took issue with Fauci's interview, obviously, saying that the NIAID head, uh, quote, tried to take credit for the vaccine, when in fact, he said it would take three to five years and probably longer to have it approved. Dr. Fauci was incapable of pressing the FDA to move it through faster. It was the one to, I, he's, uh, this is Donald Trump, I was the one to get it done. And even the fake news media knows the, re, the, the reports and, and reports this. Trump said in a statement following the CNN special, quote, Dr. Fauci is also the king of flip-flops and moving the goalposts to make himself look as good as possible. He fought me so hard because he wanted to keep the country uh, open uh, to countries like China. I closed it and against his strong recommendation, which saved many, many lives. Dr. Fauci also said that we didn't need to wear masks. Then a few months later, he said, we need to wear masks. And now two or three of them 
Fauci spent U.S. money on the Wuhan lab in China, and we now know how that worked out. The NIAID head is now encouraging young, healthy people to receive the vaccine. And he was skeptical would exist at this point in time. Quote, you're worried about yourself getting infected and the likelihood that you're not going to get any symptoms, but you can get infected and will be and will get infected if you put yourself at risk. And even if you don't have any symptoms, you are propagating the outbreak because it is likely that you, even if you have no symptoms, that you may inadvertently and uh, um, inadvertently then infect someone else who might infect someone who really could have a problem with a severe outbreak. This, this is what Fauci told NBC uh, and, and, uh, and Savannah Guthrie. Dr. Fauci was wrong on many of the uh, medications for COVID-19 and, the, and even the, the spreader events. Fauci advocated uh, the use uh, of the uh, uh, rem, remdesivir uh, in, in April citing one trial prior to it being uh, peer-reviewed, lauding it as a breakthrough in diminishing time to recovery for patients with COVID-19 and predicting it would be a standard of care. But in November, however, the WHO warned against using remdesivir, saying that there, uh, there is currently no evidence that this drug improves survival and other outcomes in these patients. The news came after Trump took the medication uh, when he was diagnosed with COVID-19 in October and after the Food and Drug Administration approved it for the treatment of COVID-19. Then over last summer, Fauci dismissed the hydroxychloroquine as a treatment after Trump touted the drug, saying research showed that it was not effective. Trump was subsequently met with with a condemnation from the press and others. In November, however, a peer review study, which will be uh, which was published in the International Journal of uh, Antimicrobial uh, Agents, found that uh, there were 84 percent fewer hospitalizations with patients who were given the drug cocktail containing this drug. He gave you know, frequent updates that people must socially distance and, and follow local health orders and brace for, um, you know, holiday season rife with, with restrictions. And, and Fauci referred to Trump's Rose Garden ceremony and, and, and the one for, if you remember, the, the Amy Coney Barrett's uh, Supreme Court appointment uh, as a super spreader event and called Trump's campaign rallies troublesome. <laughs> but he has yet to answer repeated Washington examiner inquiries, uh, inquiries regarding social distancing orders amid months of public protests and riots. I mean, you can go riot and that's just fine, but you can't have Christmas at your house. <laughs> it's, it just doesn't make any sense, particularly scientifically. So what's he saying now? Well, Dr. Fauci predicted about a week ago that life in the U.S. can be eh, 
get close to back to normal by maybe next Mother's Day. So this Mother's Day, he said, no, no, we're not doing it. But maybe next Mother's Day, maybe we can we can get close. If an overwhelming proportion of population is vaccinated. Ask what he expects the country to look like next Mother's Day. Dr. Fauci told ABC this week um, and anchored George Stephanopoulos. Well, George, I hope that next Mother's Day, we're going to see a dramatic difference than what we're seeing right now. I believe that we will be about as close to back to normal as we can. And there's some uh, condition to that, George. We've got to make sure that we get the overwhelming proportion of population vaccinated. And he continued, that, uh, when that happens, the virus doesn't really have a place to go. There are a lot of vulnerable, there are a lot of vulnerable, vulnerable people around. And where there are not a lot of vulnerable people around, you're not going to see a surge. They're not going to see the kind of numbers that we see now. Quote, that being the case, I think we can approach what we use to rem- remember as normal before all of this tragedy happened, Dr. Fauci added. Er- earlier in the interview, Stephanopoulos asked Fauci how best the to convince people and you know the holdouts to take the, the vaccine. And and basically he he said, well, you know, it's a small group, George. <laughs> it says, you're absolutely correct that that um, that seemed to be re- reluctant. So there are two major ways, I believe, that, that we can address the problem. Uh, we can basically, and basically what he's saying is, one way is to get messengers that they trust, like athletes and uh, movie stars and things like that to, to tell them to get the virus and, and maybe they'll do that. And, and then, uh, you know, it, the, the other thing is just to make it available to them. And, 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 and we're doing that, he says. But, but here's, here's the, uh, the, the exchange. So a lot of people have been uh, asking, well, what's, what's the deal with, um, you know, some of your flip-flops and some of, the, some of your science, so to speak? Uh, Senator Rand Paul repeatedly questioned Fauci in September on how pre-existing cross-reactive um, immunity could potentially stop the spread of COVID-19, citing data from Asia. Fauci told Paul that there was no evidence making that case. In November, however, Paul took a victory lap when the New York Times published research backing up his claims and showing that some adults and even more children carried an antibody that can prevent the coronavirus infection, including COVID-19. Lastly, Senator Paul questioned Dr. Fauci about his funding of the research lab in China. And here is that exchange. We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrett's gain-of-function research? D- Dr. Barrett does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is... It's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think inserting a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That is you would not be in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that, 
So they do write you still about support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the to Wuhan uh, do Virology Institute. you support Institute. sending money? We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub-grant. Do you support that the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, infected. Or so to just thumbnail this, Dr. Fauci is trying to redefine the term, quote, gain of function research. So he doesn't look bad. What did what did happen is that he funded dangerous research in China at the Wuhan Institute of Virology because it was banned in the U.S. It was banned here in the U.S. because the very thing that happened in China could happen here. Dr. Fauci is trying to redefine the term and then say that with the term now redefined, as I've redefined it, we did not do anything wrong. And that's just simply lying. It's not science. So my point with all of this is, is, is this. If we are to trust those that have a voice when it comes to science, if we're to trust science, because that's what I always hear, we need to trust the science. We need to trust the science. And fine, we can. And yes, science does change. And we know we don't know certain things. And we do know others. And sometimes things change. I get that. But when you purposely lie, and when you purposely lie about things because you want to get your way, and when you and 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 when when you try to redefine terms just so that you look good and all this stuff, then you then 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 not only do people lose trust in you, they lose trust in the science and they lose trust in the medical community. And that's a bad thing. And we need to make sure that when we have somebody up and we are, we are saying, okay, here's the science. This is what you need to do. I understand you're not a researcher. I understand you're not a doctor, but here's researchers and here's doctors. And this is what they're saying that, that we know to the best of our ability. But when those people come out with things that are not true and people know they're not true, we know that masks less than, than N95s don't work. We know that. Okay. We've known that for a very long time. And there's a lot of research when it comes to that kind of thing. But now we're supposed to use the cloth mask and now we're supposed to double up with two or three. I mean, come on, this is not science. And when Dr. Fauci comes out with this stuff, we cannot trust him because of his record on all of this. So anyway, you may agree with me, you may not agree with me, but I would love to hear from you nonetheless. And you can always do that at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you for listening.